River Kingdoms, a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 54. Okay, so when last we left our hero... Yeah. You had... Kaelin had engaged in a million different bits of little diplomacy and side scenes and all this kind of thing. Yep. Uh, and of course, most famously, you had destroyed the Oculus of Azathoth. Yes, and it was very cost sad. cost of George's sight. Yes. Very heroic and very sad. Mm-hmm. That is about where we cut back in. Yes, and the the last scene was actually after that was we arranged with the um, Order of the Silver Twilight that they would get to excavate the. Yeah, and uh, Christopher Rossi narrowly risked us going crazy and killing us all. Mm -hmm. I'm not certain what he's actually planning to do, but I think it would have been bad. He it's always have, the quiet ones. He might have done nothing. No, he was going to do something. No. In any case, that didn't come up. And um, in other news, Elvis declared he was moving north, and um, I annexed Van Holden. I, I didn't officially yet, but I'm going to annex Van Holden, the Norman Heights centaurs. And you are now officially a thorn. Yes, and I'm now officially a thorn in Caitlin Dances. Pass me a pencil and dance again. Yeah, yeah. It's Lama Shan turn of a million things. Although my theory is that sort of tread, uh, trailed into next month and yeah. that some ill-defined percentage of those scenes actually took place. Uh, Alright. The following month. So, you have a big pile of treasure to do. Yep. You have a level to gain at some point. Yep. There's a small ding noise as you reflect on what you have learned by killing the ancient archlich. Yep. Which is hit the ancient archlich with a flail a lot. Until he falls down. Yes, if but... If he attempts to escape, escape, hit him with a flail some more. Yes, but it was an important lesson. Um, 
Uh, Garnak Bonepicker has requested a full meeting with the King of Staghorn. Yep. Um, and you know that after meeting with you, Lord Eldest Thorn was going off later in the afternoon to meet with Cressel. Yeah. And he presumably did so. Nothing exploded. You haven't heard either of them have been murdered. Yeah. So presumably they had a conversation of some kind. Yeah. But it hasn't. No, neither of them have brought a follow-on to Kaelin. He'll have to go chase it himself if he wants to know. Alright, so um, I will go see Cressel. Cressel. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Uh, it's Kaylin. Got him it? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Come in. Come in. She is, um, not in her... She is in her house, not in her room in the castle, because she doesn't live in the castle. Um, and she is sort of just looking, um, somewhat restless and twitchy in here, so it looks like she's been pacing around. You go on in. Kaylin, do you? What can I do you for? I was just, um... Curious how it went with you and Lord Thorn. Ah, right, yeah. I, um... I, I met with him. I, I guess... It might sound kind of weird, I suppose. I, I sort of felt like I should thank him for what he'd done to Horatio. Ah, uh, makes sense to me. I mean, in, in a way I'm grateful, in another way I'm, I'm kind of mad I didn't get to do it myself. He, he seemed to get that. He's he's a, a strange guy. I mean, he's supposed to be this this master politician, but I don't know that he. I mean, obviously, obviously, he wasn't he wasn't doing it for people like me. But I think I'm sure he was hell what it sounded like. I I think he was. The thing is, um, I don't know if you know what was happening up there with the Satovas, but they were using him to knock Horatio off. He'd become an embarrassment to them. Yeah, he, he, he said... I think he would be happier to... I think he was happy about doing it for you. He just wasn't happy about them using him like... Well, not just for you, but for people like you. I mean, we both know... I mean, you got away and became someone powerful, but you for sure weren't the un- only one. I just, I don't get it. I mean, it's it's like he he said he wasn't comfortable killing stupid children. I mean, since when do lives matter to them? You can hear the capital T on the them. They're not. I don't have an easy time with them either. I mean, I didn't exactly grow up with all that fancy semantic semantic sm- crap. Lucky for you. <laughs> Yeah, it's. But they're not. They're not all the same. I admit, I I have more of an idea of that. I don't exactly know a lot of them very well. There's a lot of them that are just bastards. I mean, a lot of people are bastards anyway, and having more power than other people doesn't necessarily make you nicer. But Eldus has got some real problems, and he's done some pretty stupid things along the way. But. There's a lot to him, you know? He's a man... There's a lot to respect there. And Old Tristram isn't exactly your conventional noble. Even Keston Garrus. I mean, I know he's a bit of a dick and he's always hitting on women, but he's not... They're not all the same, I guess. I, I think a lot of them are just what you think they are. I think they may not all be quite as bad as Horatio Satova, because he was 
pretty bad. But there's a lot of them that are bastards, but they're not all just one thing. So this is, um, let us say, a couple of days later, so she's yeah. now okay with the Caelan being the, the son of Eldest. That yeah. <laughs> Your old man's kind of impressive. Aye, that's... Sometimes... I, I get pissed off at him sometimes, but honestly, I am I am kind of proud of him too. <laughs> Gonna give him a seat on the council. No, nope. certainly better than some of what we've got there. Uh, I know, but um, I'm, I've got councils coming out my ears, and I still got to give Akaros's place back if he keeps his nose clean for the rest of the year, and that's I might have to um, I might have to do something I'm not comfortable with and bump someone off who hasn't deserved it because of the bloody politics. Um, I'd already talked to Rossi about it, but hopefully I won't have to. But um, I won't put I won't put um, I won't put Lord Thorn on the council while Tristram's still a member, and Tristram's not going anyplace, not unless the two of them sort it out. They they don't get on much. She sort of missed all the subtext. Yeah, it's um, Tristram's not exactly what your Lord of conventional Lord of Bravoy looks for in the sun. <laughs> And That's for sure. And you've seen him after he's been... It, 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 you didn't get to meet him before the Green Belt toughened him up some. And, I mean, presumably Elders wants grandchildren at some point. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I think he does. <laughs> he, yeah, he's not going to get them from that side. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's going on there, but um, they've, they've not had an easy time of it, and it's really Elders' problem. He can sort it out on its own, his own time, but... I don't think Ink, I'll ask him to be a counsellor at this stage, but maybe um, it's certainly something I'll think about someday, depending on what happens. I mean, this whole mess with job, people don't stay forever. Things happen. People people move on, or things happen to people. So, if you don't mind my asking, I... <laughs> she looks sort of awkward. I get your mother was an orc, but... Tristan's, like, your half-brother? Aye. What happened to his mother? Elvis didn't even... Like, she wasn't even alive. No, I I don't know exactly. She's she's just gone. The, um... She, she's been dead for a while, I think. Yeah, yeah, you you know dead for, um... 20 years old at this yeah. point. Yeah, she, she died when they were... She, she died when Tristram was quite young, I think. Yeah, as, as far as Caelan is aware, and this is just, like, a voice you... You know, a piece of knowledge you've heard, there's no saying it's actually fact in any way, is essentially she died under completely mundane, uninteresting circumstances about, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, so I will... Yeah, so she, she died about 20 years ago. I think it was... From what Elvis said, it was, you know, a political marriage... There wasn't a lot of affection there. Makes sense. I don't know. He. I mean, I guess from everything I hear about him, he's he's the political guy, but didn't seem like he got much out of it. I I think um, he's got some regrets about what he's done and what he hasn't done in his life. But I mean, big what... house, fancy fancy uh, retainers, all that sort of thing. But hell, we got some of that stuff here. I I think. Bravois a bit of a snake pit in some ways, particularly at the higher levels. I don't think it's so bad if you're just living in the villages or whatever. But um, I think he's looking at... I think what we've got down here is better, to be honest. 
I think he's got some regrets about where his life's gone. But, you know, once we, if we make it to his age, we might well have some too. I mean, you do what you do. Yeah. Certainly I'm not very happy of, of, of um, I regret at giving this here a councillor position instead of cutting her head off when I had the chance, you know, earlier. But I guess you can't behead people because of what they're going to do. He just... He just... He, he sounded like just a guy, you know? I... Weird. Again, this is, you know, it yeah. that nobility is its own alien race. Yeah. I think that's... Once you get past all the wealth and power and stuff, they are just people. Some of them are bastards. Some of them are stupid. Some of them are pretty good people. I mean, having that, it changes you, but everything changes you, you know? I mean, are you different from you were before before you were a counsellor, when you were a bandit? Fair point. Elder said the... If you go far enough back in the noble histories, you'll find they're all bastards, bandits, thieves, or bankers. No one of import, they're just titles slapped on. Oh god, you're probably going to end up knighting and ennobling people, aren't you? Your children are going to be nobles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I can specifically exempt you if you want, but I can tell you I want that for my kids. um, They're going to have the kind of opportunity I didn't have growing up. The thing is, if you, there are going to be nobles in Stagthorn. There's actually no way to stop that. If there are going to be nobles, then we're going to be. The, nice, the way I see it, better for us. Better for us if we're some of them. We don't have to be the. We don't have to be the same kind of nobles they have in Brevoy. I'm doing my best to make certain we never wind up with those kind of fancy parties where everyone stands around with you know the, like the little, the really little bits of food and you know make polite conversation. I mean, we have to do some of that shit when the you know the. Drelev and his bar that again roll on through, but I like the I like the fair. I want to just keep having fairs. We don't have to be nobles like them, but do we want to be nobles ourselves, or do we want to let some other random bastards do it? We did build that theatre, though. <laughs> yeah, but we don't have to go to it. The tavern's pretty good. What you say? We go down there now, and I stand you around. Sounds like a plan. And yes, I will sigh, have an official audience with Garnet Bone Picker. <laughs> I in no way thought about just no, not breaking his jaw. Leon comes in. Um, I don't think I'll go anything too fancy for it, but I will, you know, meet him in one of the official meeting rooms of the like. <laughs> Leon comes in. Uh, Your Majesty, um, General Garnet Bone. General Garnack Bone Picker. He bites his, his slightly, checks the like official notes that he's got there. Uh, General of the Armies of the Vanling Host, Centaur Slayer, Champion of Van Hall. I, I think I remember which one he is. He's <laughs> uh, here for his audience with you. Right. This is going to be fun. Sentiment. <laughs> uh, and Garnet comes in. Yeah. He is. Um, he is armored. He is not armed because, as a traditional rule, your guards don't um, 
let people in to see you arm unless they have a pretty goddamn good idea who they are. Yeah. Like Tristan and that, not yeah, so much yeah. a problem. Garnack Bone Picker, more so. Yeah. Um, Among other things, if they have any sex, I'll realize if Caleb's going to just go, go nuts and headbutt anybody, Garnack's high on In fact, as Leon opens the door, you'll hear Garnack sort of arguing with the guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like I'm going to stab him. <laughs> oh, geez, just take it. Funk. Yeah. Yeah. He comes in. Ah, Caitlin, there you are. Good job. Good job getting rid of that lich bastard. Haven't had a chance to, haven't had a chance to say good fight yet. Yep. Claps you manly, either on a hand or on the shoulder. Yeah, I'll, I'll give him the manly arm class. Yep. Thanks. Bloody good work. Tricky bastard used magic right at Adam. Oh, yeah, I think he'd, um... I don't think he wanted to fight you face to face. No, you'd be a fool to. I mean, the host armies aren't half bad either. I mean, they're no orcs, but they'll do. What can I do for you? Well, I wanted to talk about what's happening with these kingdoms. Peace with the horse. Peace with the horse humpers. What's that about? Well, the thing is, I'd never have got down there if they hadn't helped me. They did the ritual that led me through to see Vordekai. I've worked with them quite a bit over the past year and a half. I like him. Uh, so you got to pay him off. Like how Vaughn had to get married. Makes sense. Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> so, we're not going to be fighting the centaurs no more? Guess Good. I probably won't get to call myself centaur slayer anymore. Probably not. If you're planning to stick around, probably not a great move. Alright, well, I suppose I can live with it. We can drill a few of them into the army. Damn horse humpers can fight, if nothing else. Aye, they're they're good warriors. Like, you've got a pretty good enough read on on centaur culture here. Yeah. That, you know, he's he's totally saying that they have sex with horses to um, have their children. Right. Um, it's. Do you need me to put that away, do you have? I'll put it away and I won't be fiddling with it. It's, um. It's, it's very much like that sort of assumption that Negroes were subhuman because they were engaged in relations with, you know, uh, monsters and abominations and things. As yeah. opposed to just it was how they were. Yeah. And that, that's exactly the sort of dismissive don't you? Ah, the yeah. horse humpers. Yeah. Like, well, everyone knows they have sex with horses. Yeah. yeah. How else would you get centaurs? Yeah. Um, it's less that he's completely pig ignorant and more that he's just, you know, he just hates them. Yeah, yeah. Um, he goes, all right, so we're going to ho- put the horse humpers in the army then. So, where do we turn the next fight then? I suppose we'll spend a little bit of time rebuilding first. If anybody starts trouble with me, then I'll answer them. I'm going to build up the army a lot. Vordekai put a couple of um, hordes of um, cyclops, cyclopses through and showed me the army was too small. We've built up Kirsten's forces, but I need to get the kobolds bigger, and I'm looking at starting the third army. But as to picking fights, there's no need. Whoever wants our stuff will come over the borders and we'll beat them up. The kingdom's plenty, the kingdom's plenty big enough. I'm going to have trouble... Taking, um, I'm going to have trouble taking the host and the centaurs on board, or, or as it is. Well, Vaughn was never that worried. 
the final's never that worried about the Clockwork King. I mean, we always had you between him and us, but now we're you. Aye, so and... Uh, we got to get ready for that. we got to get ready for that war, I suppose. We've got to watch out in case he comes over, yeah. And I'm always watching Greylev if, if he's um, picking on Grelton right now. And he's picking... Teamed up with Grelton to pick on Erevetti, but Erevetti will hand them both their asses, no trouble. They um, they were they were stupid to take that one. I know there's I know there's Dagamark in the middle, but have you considered a pension movement if we can make an alliance with some of the tribes from Belkin? <laughs> the, we yep. can clean Pytax up with an Orcish army, and they're no trouble. <laughs> I'm not taking any. Uh, I'm staying the hell out of Belzin. That was that's pretty much been pretty much the direction of my life has been to head away from that. Um, I'm not looking for... I'll say it again a bit more clearly uh, early. I'm not looking to invade nobody. This is what I have as a defensive army. It's going to be big because the River of Kingdoms are no self-touch. But I don't need to go looking for a fight. And I don't need a kingdom. I've got one right here. I'm not looking for an empire. All right. Well, there's bound to be a fight coming sooner or later. You and I both know it. We'll, uh, talk, strat- we'll talk strategy when we get there. Um... Garnak, you know my general is um, Chief Soot Scales, right? <laughs> the Cobalt. Yeah, I saw. Uh, I suppose it was the best you had on offer. I heard. I heard your boy Akaroth got his ass killed in a fight. Got his ass killed in a fight with a paladin of Aristil. Embarrassing that. I can understand why you concocted this this cock and bull story to get rid of him. No, Akaroth, I was a bit pissed off with Akaroth for picking a fight with Paladin, even if he did have a gru- grudge with it. But um, he'll be getting his position back at the end of the year, and I'll move Soot Scales elsewhere, maybe back to Marshall. He was a good Marshall. Uh, hang on. Yeah, I thought you didn't get it. Now, I get why you've got the Cobalt filling in, because you've got no one else. I get you'd want Akaroth back when you can... I, I get you want Akaros back if he can pull his head out of the ass and learn to actually fight. I mean, he's got to be better than a bleeding kobold. But that was your options then. Now you've got Garnak Bone Picker sitting at your war table. Garnak Bone Picker. Do I need to say any more? I don't think so, but maybe not in the way you think. You and I have different opinions about some stuff. Like, everything? Honestly? Aside from, we're both good fighters. I think you're, you're prob- I think you're probably a better general than I'd make a better king, but we've probably both got fairly similar talents in the martial area, and we're both half-orcs. Apart from that, I can't think of a single thing we have in common. Hey, I'm, I'm not asking to bed you or nothing. I'm just yeah, going to lead your armies. Yeah, I- but um, me and Akaroth's already bicker a fair bit because he's a good bit more violent than I'd like. And you're about three times as violent as he is. I'm sure you're a great general, but you and I don't th- see things the same way. It wouldn't work. Well. You can, um, you're welcome to stick around Stagthorn or Varnholt. Old. But well, you have in mind that Royal Enforcer seems a bit... Small. I'm not looking to put you on the council, Garnack. What? I'm not looking to put you on the council. You're, pu- you're kidding. You're pulling my bloody leg. <laughs> Nay. Just like them horse hunters. 
Now you're a talented man, but I don't have room for you. And we've got to, and our beliefs are too far apart. You're looking for a war with somebody, and I'm not. <laughs> have you looked you're, at your bloody council? <laughs> your grand diplomat's a shopkeeper's wife. Hi, <laughs> and she's a bloody good diplomat. <laughs> no bloody, no, no foreign power's gonna fear that. Hi, yeah. <laughs> If they've got any sense, they'll be scared of me. And if they're not scared of me, if they've got any sense, they'll be scared of my wife. And But I don't need to intimidate people. I've got an army to do that. That's right. An army led by the strongest warrior in your kingdom. That would be me. I don't want to keep saying no. It'll just embarrass us both. All right. I see where this is going. He pulls his shirt up. We'll arm wrestle for it. <laughs> I'm happy to arm wrestle, but if we lose, I'm not changing my mind. If I lose, I'm not changing my mind. And if you keep the conversation in this vein, this goes on for a while. All right. I, uh, Gun- Gunnack just assumes that there's some... He runs through a list of things that there's some political game you're playing yeah. here. The, the conception that he isn't like he's pretty much just awarded himself the role of general. He's yeah. walked in here as the general of your armies. Yeah, yeah. No, the, the, I worked out about a quarter of the way in that he was having a conversation from the perspective that he already was my general. We just had to finish the paperwork. All right. So um, I'll give him another couple of minutes, mm-hmm. and then I'm just going to look. I've got other stuff to do today. If you need someone else to tell you the same thing over and over again, I'm sure I can find a volunteer. Hang on. Look. Walk up and be honest. What the hell are you trying to say to me? What kind of job you got in mind for me? I don't have a job in mind for you. Look. You're a good fighter. You're a good general. I don't like you very much. To be honest, I don't think you like me very much. We want different things out of life. We have different viewpoints on pretty much everything. I don't want you on my council. You get knocked on the head by one of them bloody horse humpers? (laughs) Go soft breeding with your lizards? (laughs) What are you thinking? I am soft by your lights. I don't want have to fight people just to prove I can. I'm plenty good enough a fighter. It's not fighting for just the sake of it. It's the conflict makes us stronger. That's the point. Be the strongest you can be. Here you are. I look at these these things you're working with. The kobolds weren't strong enough to take you. You should have wiped them out. Lizard folk too. Imagine how much more land and more power you'd have if you weren't pissing around with this prissy-ass half-human diplomacy. You're letting the wrong side talk to you. This is kind of what I'm talking about. Let me make this real clear. I'm Garnack Bonepicker, and I should be the general of Stagthorn, or you're going to regret it. Okay. You want clear? Absolutely. You can be the general of Stagthorn when I'm dead and not before, and if you try and make and if you try and take that as a threat, I'll cut your head off the same as I did the last one of my counselors who made a try for me. Was that were those words short enough syllables to get it through your head? And he stares at you for a long moment. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I get that. We're done here, huh? Yeah. And he gets up, walks off. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, stops as if he's remembering he's supposed to bow to you on the way out and sort of gives you a half-assed wave. He doesn't yeah. actually flip you the finger or anything. Yeah. And then he walks out here and like, the guy, give me my bloody axe. Give me the axe, you puke. Yeah. And don't make me punch you through a wall. Yeah, you, certainly General Bonfang. Yeah. yeah. And I will, on the heels of this, go see Van. <laughs> you have me? Uh, so I just had a conversation with General Bonepicker. My sympathies. It seems he thought I was going to make him the general. In fact, he kind of thought I already had made him the general and just hadn't gotten around to having the conversation with him yet. I assure you he hasn't taken that impression from me. I've notified... Pause slightly... Council, uh, Ernest and Garnack, that any appointments were to be made, any appointments were to be made at your discretion, that if they wanted to continue to work with us, we would find some suitable role for that. We would work to find some suitable role within the kingdom. From Garnack's perspective, it's pretty straightforward. He's a better general and a better fighter than any of my alternatives, and I would naturally go straight for him as soon as I had the opportunity. I, um, had to be a bit less than tactful to convince him that I was serious when I said I didn't want him. I just wanted to give you the heads up about that because um, I'm not certain what he's going to do now. You could give the man the command of an army. I, if you're waiting for me to defend him, I, I cannot say I, I cannot say I like him at all, or that he, or that he has any gift of diplomacy, but. He was, for his many, many faults, an excellent general and served the Van Lane host well. I, it is completely at your discretion. I will have no particular regrets about seeing him without, uh, about seeing him on his way. I think that is a good idea. I don't know if he's prepared to accept it, but I'll let Tempest cool and find out. Like, Vaughn will basically talk to you briefly about this, and the impression you get is, um, Vaughn got Vaughn tells you he got him po- completely as a political thing. The Church of Gorham appointed him. Yeah. Um, because Vaughn couldn't find a suitable candidate to fill in his general. Yeah. You fidget tubes just over there. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, I do. You can entertain the other man with clicking and flipping. <laughs> Do you need me to find your fidget cube, please? I do need you to find my fidget cube for me. Oh, when you said just up there, you didn't mean on the shelf that I was no. adjacent to. I mean, way. just up there, the shelf I was pointing at. Oh, I didn't see you pointing. Okay. Um, so yeah, Vaughn received him purely as a as a political thing. Um, the... The loose pitch that he will make is that Garnak is a good warrior, he was an excellent general... And, um, you know, he served loyally and well. Like, he was always an asshat. Yeah. But he never endeavoured to betray the kingdom or serve Vaughn. Or push push fights that Vaughn didn't want him to. Like, he didn't actually rebel against uh, the peace was, with the He always city. advocated for pushing fights that Vaughn didn't want to. But, but he, he never, never actually, actually broke the treaties, oh. per se. Um, his theory, however, was always... Francis, his theory was always that we were in a peace treaty with the centaurs just waiting to sneak attack them. 
honestly, I can't say that he was entirely wrong in that viewpoint. <laughs> we certainly expected them to do the same to us. I understand. Peace means enough time to flinch more arrows. It's a, it's a, the truth is the effort I had to put in to convince them to calm down about humans was pretty intense. I can't say I think you were wrong about the fact that they would have jumped you if they had the opportunity. If they didn't, I think it would only have been because they were as ba- at least as battered as you were from that war and might not have had the capacity to jump them, but I don't think the relationship was going necessarily going any good. Whether you could have turned it around with enough time, I'm not sure. Anyway, so those are his... Um... Those are his strengths on Garnet, but Van isn't even remotely prepared to go out of his way to suggest you should do anything to to keep him. Yeah, he's merely point he's merely pointing out the positives, but he'll equally point out the ne- negatives that Garnet's yeah. an asshole. Yeah, but that's all right. I, if I'm not working with him on a councillor basis, so I will let Tempers cool, give it the day, and then go see Garnet and find out if he is interested in an army command. He tells you to piss off. Sweet. Then it's not a very long conversation. It, it, it's, it gives you think something along the lines of you, you, you know, ah, you finally come, finally come to your senses and come crawling back. Well, General Bonepicker is here to serve. <laughs> Command of an army, just one. What are you thinking? Don't you realise you can afford multiples of them? <laughs> yeah. So the um, you get into another argument, with it. but this one's much shorter because yep. I, I get myself back out of the argument. Alright, so that's the conversation with Garnak Bone, okay? Yep. And, um, he does not get a roll. However, having been reminded about it, I will go talk to Crazy Ernie. Yep. And, um, express that, um, I know he's served the king, uh, Van's kingdom really well, that I don't have any council positions that are vacant and, um, in fact, I'm oversupplied at present, but, um, that if he's interested in something else in the kingdom, you know, like, for example, like a herbalist-style position or anything of that, if he expresses a desire for a... If he expresses a desire for a role of that nature, we'd be happy to try and um, sort one out. He sort of flaps a hand at you. Oh, I wouldn't lose, I wouldn't lose a lot of sleep over it. Gozer will provide whatever I need in the end. Gozer being the god of yeah. nature, and presumably his, given that he's a druid of some kind. Yeah. Um, he says, Gozer will provide whatever I need, and truth to tell... It was always Ernest here who was more keen on the council position. Rawr, says the mayor. But I imagine I'll find something to do. The host will need that. The host will still. The host will still need me. Among other things, you'll need people. You'll need people working at it, and he will basically um, uh, float the idea of being something in the neighbourhood of you know mayor of Van Hold, adjunct to the mayor of Van Hold, oh, that sort of thing. No, mayor of Van Hold. I'm totally on board with that. But he just he just really doesn't seem to sweep it. Yeah. No, he'll be, I think he'd be an awesome guy. And he certainly isn't remotely surprised that you're coming in the cell and we don't yeah. have a council problem. He just goes, yeah, of course you don't. Yeah. You know, you've got your own kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, Ernest had his heart set on Grand Diplomat, but he's just too furry for it. Roar, says the bear in his <laughs> palms. <laughs> Yep, so um, I will just flat out offer him the Mirror of Barnhold position if he's interested. And he'd make a great magister, but he can't talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, not to you. Yeah. Yeah, just a bit, just a bit too difficult. Um, you, you are most welcome to it. Depends what you're doing with. Um... So the, my plan, so my plan with Van and Akora. Yeah. Um, is that I will, because um, I now have a free slot, yep. I will offer them one of them the viceroy position and the other one another councillor position. Yep. I haven't completely nailed down 
which position I'm going to offer them because yep. I'm tossing. I, but my certainly at present, my conception is potentially to make a core of the high priest is and um, Van the viceroy. Yeah. But I haven't um, completely yep, no, nailed no. that but, down. But yeah, crazy Ernie. You know, so you you certainly wouldn't turn around and promise him the mayor mayorship of Van Hall unless it's going to actually happen. Yeah. But um, you'll say you know that's a position we'd consider. Yeah. Go back to it. And Crazy Ernie is perfectly happy with that. Yeah. But he's equally happy to just do something else. Yeah, yeah. He's, um, you know, if you, if you, among other things, you will be picking up automatically a bunch of people that already work at the town hall at Varnhold who will pretty much stay in their roles because yeah. you still need someone to supervise the actual town and yeah. all this kind of thing. Sweet ass. So that's all fine. Okay. At which point, um, there is level division, treasure, and then sorting out arrangements to move into kingdom terms, yep. including councillorships. Yep. So, paperwork time. Yep. So, how do you want to do this, dear, huh? Um, well, I think, um, to start off with, I'd be inclined to, um, so, it's up to you. Yep. Um, I can level the characters and do the treasure division at the start of the kingdom role or the end of the kingdom role. Um, this and for the doing the kingdom thing, there's some stuff I want to ask you questions about and take notes on. Yep. And then I can pretty much roll through doing the kingdom thing with periodic yep. questions to you. Yep, it makes no difference to me um, whatsoever. Okay, well my inclination would be to just start off with leveling the character. Okay, uh, if you get your treasure sheet out, I'll do one thing before I forget though. Yep. Uh, Actually, obtaining this will be quite complicated, but it will certainly happen in some fashion at some point. Uh, you have finished the side quest of the Gnome and Centaur problem. Yep. Um, Brevoy had promised you 4,000 gold. Yep. Um, which I can give you how it turns out now. It's slight spoilers for what's coming, but it's only background detail anyway. Um, I'm happy to just say I've got four thousand. Yeah, I get or you four thousand. Four grand to your treasure list. I'm happy to just say add four grand, and we'll sort out how later. Okay. Right. Well, let's do some paperwork. Yes. All right. So, from a because you're going to be potentially leveling the NPCs as well. Yes. Do you want to do the treasure division first, so you've got that to factor in, or do you want to start off with their actual levels? We can do treasure division for NPCs and things. Yep. Um, yes, I suppose that makes the most sense. Uh, if you pass me a DMG, I'll be able to um, and I will cost things for you and work out. I'll get down the players because I'll need it quite shortly. How much cash the NPCs have and all this sort of guffle. Yep. Alright, so they all get in 13,000 gold. Sweet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so um, I have um, whoever can do it for free, which I believe is Michaela. Do, yeah, over do... the course of several days, Michaela will identify these things for you. Yep, so I have Vorderclay's cloak, headband, and ring. Cross off the orb of Asmanoth, because I've solved that problem. Yep, we're not selling it for its... Um... Fabulous benefits. I'm not selling it for its benefits. Okay. Uh, Vordekai has a cloak of resistance plus three. Ooh. Classy. Yep. A headband of intellect plus two. Yep. Uh, what else was on there? Uh, he had a ring. A oh, ring of protection plus two. Um, 
Because I think you picked up another Ring of Protection plus two from somewhere else in the tomb of the same style. Yeah, yeah, so I think... Possibly, either way. It doesn't, make, it doesn't make much odds. Okay, can I... Um, yeah, that's right. So I'll just um, do the identification and then oh. worry about the money. Uh, and at some point in here, presuming that you want it done, um, having destroyed the Oculus of Azathoth, Tristan and Corwin will take about a week to get rid of all the various protections on the phylactery and then destroy that as well. Sweet. Done. Once they've removed all the things on it... It's simply a piece of bizarre space tentacle, you know, sufficient fire purges it from the universe. Cool. They, they will ask you before they start doing it, but one assumes Kaelin has no real Kaelin is wholeheartedly in favour of this as a plan. Yep. Alright, what else, what else, what else? Uh, there is... Um, so, well, there were linked magic rings. Uh, this is stuff we've moved off Mordecai's personal yep, shit yep, and gone to his, into his loot pile. Into his chest. Uh, the, those are rings of friend shield. Uh, of... It might be shield other in um, 3.5. Yeah. But it's it's that spell that lets other people take half your damage. Right, yeah. So if you put two of them on, one of you is protected. Yeah, like, I wear, Michaela wears one, you wear the other when she, what, you know, it's activated for her when you get hit, she takes half the damage or whatever. Cool. Hey, either, either wearer of one of these pair of rings can command his ring to cast shield other on the wearer of the mated ring. Uh, this effect has no range limitation, although, um, for very obvious reasons I would not allow you to do it to people who are not on screen at present. Yep, I've got a... You can't stick it on core when they're not adventuring without him. Yep, I've got a ring of protection plus two in the chest, yep. which I've gotten written down as a ring of protection plus yes, two. Yes, yes, I think you'd recognised it because it was the same as the one that was on Mordecai. Yep, yep. Um, what I, I've got... I sw- yeah, that's right. So one of these, I'm... Um, I've got... Um, that's right, no, but I haven't actually paid for it yet, so that's fine. Um, I have a ring of protection, and I have a strip on my stat sheet, so, yep. but I didn't actually pay for it. I just started wearing it, so yep. I need to um, pay for it or give it up and replace it with something else. Yep. Cool. That must be another ring of protection. Yeah, because I found, I found... So the two... I'm wearing one of the two I found in the tomb. Right. Yep. So, but I haven't actually bought it yet, so yep. that's fine. Magic cloak. Uh, is resistance plus one? Resistance plus one, sweet. Uh, magic gloves. Uh, they are gloves of ogre power. Ooh. Gloves of strength. How many? The regular plus two? The regular plus two. Cool. Uh, three pouches of magic dust. Um, not quite so fast. Sorry. Uh, pouches of magic dust. Uh, it is something that I am not awesomely familiar with. Uh, it is called Dust of Dryness. Dust of Dryness. Uh, they're worth 850 gold apiece. Um, and they can remove up to 100 gallons of water at a time. You throw the dust at water and it absorbs water. Yeah. Like a super magical sponge. Uh, if employed against water-type creatures, e- 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 water elementals, it damages them. Okay. It's it's kind of interesting. I don't know that it's terribly impressive. No, I can't say. It's 100 gallons of water, so that's a reasonable chunk. Yeah. But... No, that's all right. Um, there's a magic greatsword. Uh, it is a flat plus three greatsword. Ooh. Kind of cool. 
cool. No other special abilities. I got. I noted down the six pure moderates and the six lesser restorations. Yep. Um, I have my plus one magical beast bang fail, and then we go on to the central treasure. Yep. I have my... Uh, there is, however, one more thing you should put in there. Oh, yep. Um, well, that's probably up for debate. Um, Vorticai's spell book is in there. Um, uh, it's, a, it's in a very weird format, because it's in um, giant stone tablets. Ah, uh, yes. But it is theoretically saleable. Yeah. Or you could not do that because it's Vorticai's. Yeah, I, I I think I don't want to do that because yeah. I will put what I will do with Vordekai's spellbook is the same thing I will do with the rest yeah, of the, yeah, it. Will I will remain leave, in the temple. I will remain in the temple and then we'll seal the temple up when yeah. we're done. Yeah, so the, the Order of the Silver Twilight can read it if they want because I'm trusting them with this. Yeah. But I'm not giving it away. Yep. Okay. Centaurs? Uh yes. Um oh hang on. I remember where I got the um Master pa- Magister Pedrod yep. had a plus one dagger and I believe a ring of protection and that's where Kalen got his. Yeah, he had a ring of protection plus two as well. Cool, so that was the one that Kalen took. Right, so we've got one too many here. Uh, yeah, here we go, okay. So Pedrod had a ring of protection plus two. Yep. Um, which he told you was that. Yeah. Uh, Vordekai had pretty much exactly the same ring, like they'd been forged from the same place. Yeah. So those are the two rings of protection plus two that are there. Yeah. Um, separately to that, the one in his tomb is yeah. then a ring of the athlete. Is a ring of the athlete, not a ring of protection. Yeah. Okay, that, that explains it. Which Vordekai doesn't wear because, you know, he's not an athlete. give a shit about his jump check. Yeah. Okay, and um, Pedro had a plus one dagger, which I'm adding to the list. Yep. Yep. Okay, um, so what that tells me... And we are presuming that you distribute Varnhold's treasury and Varn's gear and the valuables back to the people they belong to again. Absolutely. Yep. I have, in fact, already done yep, so yep. on screen. You avoid the horrible complications associated with that. Yep. The, yeah, yep. So Varn's treasury is returned intact to his you know original treasury building and all Varn's personal stuff goes back to Varn. Yep. Along with anything else we picked up along the way, but I don't think the people of Varnhold had a lot no, of startling valuables that they weren't wearing when they yeah, left. And, and the thing is, you didn't go through all the farmers' houses and try and find their little, little hidden chest of silver pieces. Yeah. You just took the treasury because it's like, well, that's like 20,000 gold. It's a bit yeah. much to just leave sitting here and hope no one rips it off. And I mean, well, it's possible that, um, you know, robbers came through and nicked off with some of the stuff. It doesn't seem all that likely. You know, most of the farmers' little gear should still pretty much be there. Yep. Alright, so, um, okay, so the centaurs gave me a magical beast bane flail. Plus one magical beast bane flail. And a ring of freedom of movement. Yes. Okay, so what I need to know is what some stuff is worth. Yep. For treasure division purposes. Angel, I hear you speak, I listen. Okay, what is a cloak of resistance plus three worth? Uh. Resistance. 9,000 gold. Cool. Headband of intellect plus 2? 4,000 gold. Ring of protection plus 2? Uh, some amount of gold. That's helpful enough, right? Yeah, that's super helpful. I want to say 8, but I could actually look it up for you. 8. Cool. Um, rings of shield other? Uh... 
50,000 gold for the pair. Seriously? Yep. That has cell written all over it. Um, okay, um, Cloak of Resistance plus one is a thousand gold, isn't it? Yeah, no. Um, just a second. Yeah, yeah, no, that's right. Mm. No, sorry. Uh, you will find this out by identifying them. Yeah. Uh, it is half of that because they have a limitation on them that you have to actually know where the other person is. Right. As opposed to the ones in the book, uh, you wear one. You give the other one to, you know, Bob, your friend who lives in the land of the Lenorn Kings. Yeah. And he periodically takes damage for you. Yep. Okay, I've reduced their, their treasure value. Um, Clock of Resistance plus one is a thousand gold. Yep. One of those ones I know. Glo- glo- gloves of all strength plus two is four. Okay. In yep. Um, magic plus three greatsword. Uh, Eighteen thousand. Nice. Okay. Uh, and plus one dagger is uh, two thousand. Two thousand. Yep. And then um, plus one magical beast bane flail. Eight thousand. Okay. All right. Um. Now, um, checking a cup. Oh, first ring of freedom of movement. Uh, this one I need to actually check. Forty thousand. Fucking cheap. Yeah. Uh, it continuously provides you with freedom of movement. Which is a fantastic spell. Yeah. Yeah, this this is I'm kind of looking at all the rest of the treasure going, can I leave all of this behind and just take that thing? Okay, um so question about treasure division. Yep. I would like to not add the potions to the pile because I just put them straight in party loot and yep, divide no them. And I would like to not put the pe- magical beast band flail in the treasury because I essentially just swapped it for my flail. No problem. Cool. So I'll take those things off the list. Okay, I'm gonna do some math. Okay, so Caelan hacks up Vordekai's giant pile of treasure, distributes it out amongst people. Yes. Reflects on what he's learned from hacking up giant centaur liches. Valuable, valuable things. Um, okay, so um, Caelan elects to take another level in Knight of Thorns. Yep. So he picks up um, a point of base attack bonus um, and a um, reflex and a will save point. Yep. Um... He um, gets some skill points, which he puts in um, Diplomacy, Intimidate, uh, Not Knowledge Engineering. He decides to elect and to leave that. Now he's got it up to 15. Um, Ride, he's continuing to max. Sense Motive, and One in Swim. Yep. Because um, now that he no longer is wearing a ring of swimming, his swimming has started to suck, so he's decided to put it up the old-fashioned way. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and that was what he did with the skills. He got a um, another point of knight of Thor- of the armor of thorns and another smite. Yep. And his smites are a bit better. So your AC must be starting to climb now. Um, it is with using while Michaela's ability is active, it is twenty four because he took off the ring of protection plus two. Oh right. So um, he is thinking about spending some of his money on um, 
putting another point on his armour. So, what have you bought from Portercase? Loots. I have purchased a Ring of Freedom of Movement. Yep. And thus, Kaelin has discarded his Ring of Swimming and the Ring of Protection he put on to replace his Ring of Swimming mm-hmm. in favour of a Ring of Freedom of Movement, which is so freaking awesome. Yep. Um, Feather Falls, your other one, isn't it? Uh, yes, Fall is on my other hand. Yep. Um, I have a Cloak of Resistance plus three, and it occurs to me that I should actually write down the save bonuses it gives me, because otherwise it's you just might. a very offensive offensive. of, um... You might well wish to, yes. yes. Um, I have Gloves of Ogre Strength. Yep. Which have improved my, um... Gauntlets of Ogre Power. Uh, Gauntlets of Ogre Power, which have improved my, um... To hit and damage across the board. To hit and damage across the board, which means because I also got the point advanced attack bonus, all those things went up quite a lot. Yep. And my physical skills, of course, went up by one. And I have purchased a bag of holding. Yep. Because at this point, I am struggling to maintain my equipment list. It's big. So, you know, I'm carrying shit. I have it all written down somewhere, but I'm not tracking its weight. Because I have, in addition to being ridiculously overbacked with carrying capacity, I have a bag of holding. That's just fine. Ah, uh, I'm done. <laughs> I, I didn't even buy the cheap one, I bought the 5,000 one. Yep. Um, all, having purchased all of that stuff, Kaelin has... You now have, like, 400 pounds of excess carrying capacity? I do have 400 pounds of excess capacity. 500 pounds of carrying capacity in the bag. Yep. Um, and I also have um, 22,000 gold left over after I did all of those things. Nice. So, um, yeah, Mordecai had a lot of... Uh, I was pretty worried about purchasing that Ring of Freedom of Movement, but it only actually took about a um, third of my money. Glass of water, please. Absolutely, see? Very cute, yeah. My legs have fallen off. Yeah, I understand that that could be a problem. Um, And then I did the the traditional prerequisites of levelling my. um, Oh, and my hit points went up, which means that um, I'm now at 95. Mm -hmm. Which is a nice solid. I rolled low, but it's still a nice solid number. That's just keeping your lead in the rest of the top. Yeah. Yeah, well, Bryn's not an easy beat. Yeah, well, Bryn has toughness as well. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. I mean, that, that... And the same constitution as you now. Yeah. I um, cleared another relationship slot on my relationship chances. Yep. Um, and um, I put my relationship in with Corwin, with Tristram, because I was sad he was at the bottom. Yep. So um, my relationship with Tristram has grown to 19, along with Corwin. No, Tristram and Torn are on 19. Mm-hmm. And, um, Just teetering. Yeah. Bryn is 21 and Michaela is 22. Okay. Um, and that, yeah, so that that was pretty much it. I bought, And um, I am going to um, buy a couple of cheap potions because I drank all my cure lights, um, replace and replace my invisibility potion, and I'm probably going to buy Kaelin the next step up in magic armor in the form of a plus two. Yep. Because um, I have that much spare money, and yep. I would like to get his armor back up to twenty-five because I missed the twenty-five. Yep. The ring of protection was very nice for the short period of time I was wearing it, and um, that's a wrap as far as that goes. Um, so I have other stuff to do with you, or I'm happy to hear about character sheets or. Uh, I've got everyone leveled and mostly bought here. So. Cool. What, so why don't you tell me that next? Okay. So. Tristan gained yes. his tenth straight level in Bard. <laughs> he is heroically He gained his be... body hit points, his base attack bonus, his reflex and will went up by one. Cool. Uh, he now knows two fourth level spells and has the capacity to cast neither of them per day. Yeah. Um, 
The two spells he knows are Legend Law. Oh, sweet. And Cure Critical Wounds. Cool, good choices. Um, he has gained an extra third level spell known, albeit not that he can cast, to which he is taking haste. Oh, that's nice. He, he can't cast third level spells either? Uh, he can't cast third level spells. He just doesn't get an extra slot. He gets an extra yeah, spell no, no, I get you, but um, haste uh, is amazing. Yes, he's only got two. He can cast two third level spells a day. But, but one knows, of them can be But haste. he knows four of them. Yeah, yeah. You have the, with bards, you have the anti-sorcerer problem. You can cast a lot more spells than you know. With yeah. the sorcerer, you can cast, um... You, sorry, you, the sorcerer, you can cast a lot more spells than you know. Bards, you know more spells. Than you can cast. Yep. It does give them flexibility, even if it doesn't mean they're... That today list yeah, is pretty short. One, like, one of his third little spells is pretty regularly spoken for with Phantom Steed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and... He eyed up that Ring of Shield other, but as he can't find anyone to wear the other one to um, take yeah. his head point damage for him, he decided it might be time to um, up his armor class a bit. Yeah. So he will come and show Kalen very proudly, look, you know, I took what we got from Vorticize to him, and I bought this, isn't it shiny? And he has a beautifully filigreed mithril uh, buckler. Yeah. Uh, a plus two mithril buckler, in fact. Oh, nice! Uh, he also bought one of the rings of protection, so his AC jumps by five this level. Sweet! That is a considerable. Bringing it to twenty-three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hey, Kalen's only twenty-four. Kalen's got no place to criticize people whose AC is twenty-three. Of course, um, I suspect Kalen has three times Tristram's hit points, which is kind of where Kalen. Yep, yep. But, but actually. That is embarrassing. Kalen's definitely going to up the AC. You can't have fucking Christian getting that close to him. Tristan could actually theoretically buy a, um, an amulet of health if yeah. he was so inclined. Yes. But, you know, he, he is not. Yeah. Oh, the other point is because Kalen's no longer re- wearing the um, ring of protection. He's back to the Shield of Faith being a really good thing that he still wants people to cast on him. Right, yep. Can't just mention for the yep. benefits of my clerical friends. Um, so yeah, Tristan took one of those rings of protection yep. and ward. Yep. Or his mythical buckler, knocking his AC up. Cool. Um, that was pretty much his spending for the turn. Yep. Um, I think he will probably just put the rest of his head about 10k in his pants instead of doing anything particular with it. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, uh, Corwin. Yes. Uh, for his loot, um, bought the spare ring of the athlete and the spare ring of protection that were floating around. Sweet. Because... Uh, um, he replaces his ring of swimming with, with the ring of the athlete, athlete obviously, yeah, it's, it's giving a good, swimming bonus. It's a good Getting decision. a bonus to climb and jump as well, yeah. which are now in positive numbers. Yeah, yeah, that's... his armor on. Yeah. Uh, Tristan endeavors to convince him to buy a mithril filbright. Corwin says, I a fool and his money are soon part it. <laughs> but it turns out it's 9,000 gold extra for yeah. full plate. Yeah. So I thought, fuck that, you know what I could buy instead of that? Adamantine full plate. Oh, wow. He's eyeing it up, he hasn't, um... Yeah. He'll probably just sit on his money instead. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, he can't afford Adamantine full play to be so inclined, which gives him DR3, which is kind of awesome. It is kind of awesome. And it seems very corn. Cool I can't really see him in Mithril. You know, I'm not certain what he's looking at is his metal armor, and I suspect he'd say people who well, want their armor to be lighter and that's the, the appeal is minus, uh, is taking a four penalty off his swim checks. Oh, yeah, that is a good point, actually. But, you know... 
if he was that committed to it, he'd buy the room of improved swimming at plus ten. Yeah, yeah. He just well, isn't. He's perfectly happy with the conception. He can swim a river in full play without blinking at this point. Well, the thing is, between the fact, I mean, the ring negates his armor check. The ring pretty much negates a good two thirds of his armor check penalty because it's um, uh, it, a plus five and he's only minus eight. At this point, his swim is at plus twenty. Yeah, and he's at minus ten for his full play. So he's yeah, at plus ten, 10. before he rolls. Yeah, yeah, full play. Yeah. Uh, he took one of the dusts of dryness as well, just for the hell of it. Yeah, like, yeah. That's a water-related doofloopy. Yeah, Kalen's just got so much weird magic crap in his pants that um, he doesn't. Yeah. He cool doesn't. Yeah, had... he actually deliberately doesn't take more magic stuff unless he really wants it. Uh, Corwin has the dust of dryness, yeah. the folding boat, yeah, a couple of cure potions, and then the big sack of stuff from um, Barnhold, the scrolls from there. Yeah, cure serious from paralysis, break enchantment, and resurrection. Yeah. Um, we're not giving those back. <laughs> yep. Those were a um emergency fund. Yep. Uh, for his exciting level. Yep. Uh, Corwin gains base attack. Uh, he gains fortitude. He gains will. Uh, he gains reflex that he should have gained last level. Yep. Um, he puts his multiple skill points in concentration, swim, and proficient sailor. Yep. Uh, he gains two spells. Yep. Uh, a second slay living. Yep. And dimensional anchor. Oh, nice. Because he's sick of that bastard Vortikai and yeah, teleporting yeah. away. Yeah, That's yeah. bullshit, that is. Yeah, yeah. And it, 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 Fuck it, that noise. Tristan tells me there's a spell that will lock him down. Yeah. No, it, I, I can definitely so I'll take it. one of it, because I ain't got that much room with... Well, actually, I do have a shitload of room on my fourth level spell lists, but such is life. Yeah, but but the important want... thing is I can cast two Slay Limits. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what matters to me. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, there's no nine. The thing is, it's disabled die. And if they don't die, and you cast it again, it does say, well, perhaps you should die, motherfucker. Uh, next level, he's going to start taking harm. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. Harm's nasty, isn't it? Uh, it's the opposite of heal. It yeah. deals you ten points of damage per cleric level, will save for half, leaves you on one hit point minimum. Right. <laughs> so it's the, right, walk up to you, poke, take a hundred points of damage, yeah. we'll save for half. Yeah. Oh, you save, take fifty damage. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's definitely the, um, save or experience excruciating pain. It, you don't want to know what happens if you don't save. I'll see what else is on the six little spells when I get there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bryn. Yes. Um, more base attack, more saves, straight yep. 10th monthly level, obviously. Yeah. Uh, she gets an additional bonus to her AC from her, um, monkey powers. Yep. Because monks get very slow AC increases. She's yep. up to a whopping plus two from that. Uh, she gains the amazing power of Keystrike Chaotic. Her natural weapons are considered to be chaotically aligned for the purposes of overcoming damage reduction. Okay. It's supposed to be lawful, but since I allow monks to be chaotic, yeah, I'm yeah. chaotic instead of lawful. Uh, yeah, yeah. Either way, it's... Um, I don't think there's a lot of things where the alignment restriction is the problem it, in that alignment. It, it can fit on her special abilities list. Yeah. There, there is weird shit out there that's only vulnerable to, like, magic and lawful or magic and chaotic and stuff. Yeah. It might come up. It probably it, possible. Um, she gained many hit points to bring her to mighty one total. Yep. Um, and she put points, skill points in jump, tumble... Move silently, hide, spot, listen, and one and swim. Sweet. Giving up on the diplomacy and sense motive for this level. Ah, uh, yep. Yeah. Done a lot more fighting than, than um, yeah. diplomacy as far as she's concerned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that is all of her. Uh, yes, that was... Kaelin's skills had the um, 
he put one in diplomacy, intimidate, sense motive, gather information, all very kingy it's, things. It's a rather unexciting monthly ball for her, she considers, yep. because the AC bonus is probably the best thing she gets at this yep. particular one. Oh, on the other hand, in two more levels, she gets Dimension Door. Yeah, that would be pretty sweet. Uh, and Michaela, you get to know what she leveled in. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. I was thinking that. Uh, Michaela took her sixth level in Initiative of the Mysteries, her prestige class. Ah, uh, cool. Uh, this one specifically, um, it is a split class um, class. It gives her either like spells at odd levels, sneak attacks at even levels, yeah, and some bonusy skilly feats. Uh, this particular level, what she got was. Blessed base attack, which when you're a rogue slash cleric slash prestige class is wonderful. Yeah, yeah. Um, as um, my thus, character will be finding out in, um, as my character will be finding out in um, Curse of the Crimson mm-hmm. Throne as a rogue slash wizard slash prestige class. She has class. gained her second attack. Woohoo! Ooh, it'll probably never happen. Mm-hmm. But uh, nonetheless. Gained her second attack, gained save bonuses, as she gets an extra d6 of sneak attack. Yep, always nice. Um, she doesn't actually get sneak attack things that often, but they'll certainly be sorry that she did when it's when she, she does. does. That's, oh, that's what the inflicted. Oh, that's right. She just she improved things. Inflict. Yeah. Inflict sneak attack. Yeah. Um, the yeah, that's her main so it's her main source of damage. Yeah. That and she's reasonably strong. Yeah. Uh, she bought a dust of dryness because random maintaining shit. Yeah. Uh, she bought a ring of better ring of protection because there were plus twos and she's only got a plus one. Ah, uh, yes. Her I'm... AC needs to go up. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised. Um, it's only thirty-one. I, I know she was waiting around for the ring of protections to come up. Um, and she bought the cloak of resistance too. Ah, uh, yes. Cloak of resistance plus one for a plus one will it saves. Yeah, I will um note that down before I forget. That is quite the increase in the saves. Uh, she spent her skill points. Yep. On bluff, sense motive, knowledge, religion, concentration, uh, disguise, gather information, spot, listen, and jump. Cool. Mm-hmm. She is putting more of them into the um, into the what was not skills. Ah, uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, and um, Tristan spent his on riot escape artist, spellcraft, uh, four different knowledges. Yep. Um, and bopped his concentration high enough that he can now cast a horseback without even having to worry about it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So that is everything. Uh, no one wanted the Ring of Swimming, the plus one dagger, the headband of intellect, the Ring of Shield other. Yeah, it, it all went by the wayside. Yep, that's fine. Um, I will probably... Um, send the Ring of Swimming back to the Tiger Ward Barbarians at this point mm-hmm. rather than hawking it for cash. No, that's, that's quite alright. Yep. Yeah, the thing is that the I took all the... I'm sure people would have wanted most of the stuff I took. I took all the really good stuff off the table but that's the thing about being the king. You, you actually endeavour to do this. Yeah. And fail to do so. Yeah. Your messengers literally can't find the people to yep. do it. So it is. In which case I essentially sell it. Um, Chief Chief Derek and Nerian, his bodyguard Nerian, the terrible, um, neither of which are available anywhere you know about. Yeah. Um, because they're a nomadic tribe, you have no real method of contacting them unless you want to put in obscene amounts of effort, which Caleb doesn't really care about. No. That's quite true. 
Okay, so the PC the PCs get some stuff. Yep. Because we had some spare potions. Yep. Um, Kaelin takes one of the cure moderates. There mm-hmm. are five of those and six cure and six lesser restorations going spare to whoever wants them most. Mm-hmm. Um, always has the vague sensation he should know with these sort of spells. Yeah. Take a couple of those potions and lesser restorations. Cool. Mm-hmm. I'd prepare them, but, you know, we're death nails. Yeah. What, you think I'm made of death nails? Pretty much are made of death nails. Yeah, shut your filthy hole over. Yeah. And then um, while you're doing the thing, I have plus one plate mail. I want to upgrade it to plus two plate mail. Yep, 3,000 gold difference. Cool, that's what I thought it was. Okay, the contemplates going um, going broke again and um, putting her shield up to a plus three, but uh, she'll decide to sit on it for now. Mm-hmm. For now. Yeah, I'm, I'm amazed she's um, sitting on her money. Now, in all fairness, she did just spend six grand of it on um, <laughs> cloaks and rings and shit. How much is a um, ring of swimming worth? Uh, two and a half thousand, so half of that is twelve fifty. Clint's touch AC is twenty-four. <laughs> well, I'll have you know that her touch AC is not better than my regular AC because I am putting it up. <laughs> well, that's that's the joy of being a monk. Yeah. It's all touch AC. <laughs> Let's not talk about the fact that now I'm not wearing the ring of deflection anymore. My touch AC is back to 10. Kaelin's plan is to just let people touch him. Kaelin's <laughs> <laughs> plan is stab them when they approach you. Yeah. On the other hand, that gets the armor bon- old armor bonus to double digits, which feels better. Yeah, cool ones out of Antonite Breastplate cost him 16,000 gold, so... <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of... DR3 is cool and all, but... Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, um... Yeah. I feel more natural this way. You know, the ring of protection my flat sort of AC wasn't the same over my regular VSC. It just felt <laughs> weird. <laughs> you might actually suffer some sort of penalty to be caught flat for Uh-huh. There we are. So I have um, bought myself um, a couple of potions of cure light, potion of invisibility, and plus two armor, and I still have twenty one thousand gold in my pants. Well, that's good. So um, I've, I will doubtless spend it on something at some point, but for the moment, Kaelin isn't madly mm-hmm. inclined to rush to do. You so. can spend it on moderate items generated by your kingdom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there might be some good stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So. About my kingdom. Yep. Um, so I'm going to want to um, ask you some questions about what I get at Varnhold and sort out councillors and the like. Yep. Um, but I don't know if we want to just leave this here or because um, it's getting a bit later. I'm happy to keep going or give up as you please. 
Yeah, let's ha- let's do some kingdom planning. It's um it's been a session of math. Let's um let's do something. Um, so what I need is a notes sheet. Um, actual paper. Um, no, I can do it on here. Um, if you want refill, you can have refill. Uh, yes, I would like refill. What I want to do to begin with is um, talk to Michaela about council positions, and then I want you to tell me what I'll be getting, which hexes I'll be getting as part of claiming Varnholz. Yep, and what they're worth and what your consumption goes up to and blah, 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 blah. All that stuff so I can claim them over probably the next four to six turns is yep. my plan. Yep. Okay, so, um, yeah, so as Lamashtan ends and the new month begins and we have to actually start working out what we're going to do about the councillor positions, mm-hmm. I go see Michaela. Do you have me? Uh, so, I wanted to get your advice because um, I need to make some decisions about the um, councillors as um, with this whole Varnhold business and um, with Jod. Of course. So, first off, um, I wanted to ask you, are you still interested in the high priest role, high priestess role? Are you comfortable enough to put me in it now? A little grin at her. I am. It's, It's not an easy decision you're doing a great job with Spymaster and it's a tougher call all to make that one but this is not a role that shifts around often if that's something that you want I would like to know now that you know who and what I serve but I don't know if it is a good I know it is a tricky thing given who you serve. I am, on the other hand, the most knowledgeable religious, the most knowledgeable religious, um, the person most learned in in the religious arts in the kingdoms. If my own personal deity is not known, I could do an excellent job if I priestess of assimilating everyone's faith. Mm. I do, of course, know all the rituals. She shakes her charm bracelet slightly because she is actually maxed on knowledge religion. Mm-hmm. She knows more about it than Tristan. Yes. Although Tristan's always had a little less enthusiasm for He's that. He's got one rank in it. Yeah. Which gives him like an eight or so. Yeah. Is that something that you? Is that something that you want? It is certainly of interest to me, but I do enjoy my current role of spy master. It depends upon what the needs, ultimately, what the greatest needs of the kingdom are. So, I would like to put Van in the viceroy slot. It's um, a hard thing for him, I think, essentially losing his kingdom. The viceroy is, for all intents and purposes, a lesser king. It's, it's, 
the best that I can do, but the that's not going to be easy for the centaurs to accept. He'll essentially be ruling over them in a way. It's not necessarily something that I'm comfortable with. So I'm very keen to put a core on the council. And it occurred to me that she would make a natural fit for High Priestess. Understandable. If I move you to High Priestess, then we need a spy master. I'm not particularly... While she's capable of doing it, I'm not certain it would be the best use of her talents. <laughs> spy master Agora. The other... Um, while we can rearrange everyone around again, the fact of the matter is if I had any potentially really awesome spy masks, you're the best we've found for that job. If I had any particularly awesome spy masters, we would have that slot would have been filled a while ago. And I, well, I'm pretty happy with most people where they are. The other thing to bear in mind is in about um, seven months we will need to rearrange the council again to make space for Akros. I have... Um, talk to Christopher Rossi about possibly stepping down if we don't have a spare slot at that time at which point I had wondered about Akura in the councillor role it would be a gesture of trust in her and would provide the centaurs with a higher voice what about Christopher Rossi he has served admirably in the role I'm not comfortable with asking him to step down, but I have sounded him out about it privately, and I am caught in something of a bind at present. The accommodation of a mix of politics and my own respect for them means I'm not comfortable asking chiefs. I'm in a position where I pretty much have to retain. I consider myself as having to retain Chief Scott Scales, Queen Biscuit. Okura, Silverfire, and Varn. And with the exception of Veskit, I would want the rest of them on the council anyway. Veskit I have no problem with, but I'm not especially comfortable with her. But I think the lizard folk want their seat at the table, and they're not exactly strongly enough and assimilated in the kingdom that we can afford not to give it to them. Unfortunately, that leaves a group of people whom I trust absolutely and am not going to remove from my council, and a group of people who have served their roles very well and I have no problem with who someone of whom is going to have to take one for the team unless we unless something else happens to a councillor in the next while and of the people that I'm less comfortable with, I promised Akros I would give him a role Crystal has just done such a good job stepping down and then coming back up and I don't want to take his council position away from first because He's not got a lot else going on. That leaves Rossi, and he has his new architectural dig. It's not something I'm happy about doing. I don't like removing someone for no better reason than I've run out of room, but I may not have an alternative. So I think what I would like to do for the moment is keep you on as spy master and ask Akora to take the role of high priestess, but... If we rearrange things and do consider making her a counsellor, this slot may open up in future. And do you want Kayla, uh, Michaela's sort of metablar? Yep. Um, so keep in mind, uh, she will basically tell you to keep in mind that um, there are roles that first could be doing 
under the council position, um, effectively, you know, the chief of the watchmen and that sort of thing, um, within a city as opposed to within the entire community. Yes, that's um, a good point. Like, he's now hit the point where, as the warden, he's responsible for all the city watches. Yeah. But he doesn't personally maintain any of them. Yeah. You know, because he has to do them all. Yeah. Um... Whereas, you know, he could easily become the head of the watch of Elk's Rest or Thorn Watch or Lakeview or whatever. Put, it, put a bit of time and effort into personally policing something. Yeah, that is that is a good point. Um, Michaela will uh, float Lord Elder's Thorn as somebody who could do the role of Spymaster. Um, he is, of course, a politician by his nature. That will be... He would be really freaking good at that. Um, and she will also float, given that he is coming down here... Um, with his retainers. Um, uh, yes, because she has actually been told this now. Oh, good. Because Alice. you asked Eldest to talk to her. Yes. And apparently he actually did. Excellent. Uh, so she will float this to you. Um, she says, if, if Lord Eldest is to come down here with his retainers, if he wishes to serve on the council, he would make a good... He would work well in the role of Spymaster. He's used to thinking six different ways at once. Or his... His associate, a man that has also been long involved with the House of Thorn. You wouldn't know his name, I think, although you've met him several times. He goes by Huxley, although that's no more true than Mirage, I suspect. Is that the one that ke- is that the fellow that keeps breaking into my bedroom at night? Yes, Eldis's troubleshooter. When stealth and cunning is required. Ah. Uh. Yes, so that is another guy on your potential council as yes. as Huxley will appear in your kingdom. Cool. And he is indeed, he's Eldest's ninja messenger. Yeah, excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, who would, of course, also, you know, be right up the alley of Spymaster. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, yeah, I think that's about what she's got to say. She would cool. step into the role of High Priestess in a heartbeat. Um, and actually, you know, think she'd do a reasonably good job at it simply because she's used to assimilating everyone's religions into the one hole. Yeah. Um, she doesn't actually anticipate a lot of problems because people don't see her as someone that um, doesn't worship one god. Because, among other things, it's not widely known that she's actually a cleric. Yes, that's she true. She certainly doesn't do a lot of community healing and that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, and thus people just assume she's a polytheist religious scholar. Yeah. Which, of course, she can pull off in a hunt. Uh, so she would be happy to take High Priestess, but she is not that... Um, she, she is happier to serve the kingdom where needed than um, desperately push for it. Yep. And she kind of shrugs as to who the, who the hell knows what kind of spymaster a quarrel would make. Yeah, yeah. You know, the centaurs if not, have no yeah. tradition of spying. She would... Uh, Michaela will suggest she could probably work with the Fae in an interesting fashion, but... Um, it's just a guess, you know, yeah. who knows at this point. Yeah. So that is her thoughts. Yes. Um, so I will talk to her about the thing about Lord Aldous. Yep. Um, it's, I'm not comfortable putting him on the council at this stage um, because of the relationship between him and Tristram. Understandable. Um, at least for the moment. I'm hoping that with the two of them in the same kingdom, they'll 
try the radical notion of actually talking about it, but hmm, she says. they've been remarkably successful at avoiding talking about everything for the past couple of years, even when given opportunities. And um, this is one of those areas where I really don't want to pick sides, but if I was going to pick sides, I would pick Tristram's side. It's Elvis's problem, and he needs to sort it out. Understandable. Uh, I'm also a little nervous about... Um, I think I'll probably get more used to it with him in the same kingdom, but um, I do... about. Um, it, I, there might be some concern with the two of us in a room about which one of us was in charge. He is a, um, he is a leader of men. And shall we be putting Garnack Bone Picker... Upon the upon the council, he's already been in contact. He's been in contact with me, and he's been in contact with me already. In case I'd um, you know been hit on the head by something, and you could heal me out of it and come to a census. Uh, yeah, uh, that was his first argument. His second was that a spy master was ideally placed to overthrow you uh, once the armies in, once the other armies invade our kingdom. Right. He wasn't entirely clear who would be coming. Whoever, I suspect. No, I'm not going to be putting Garnet Bone Picker on the council. The um, and he's expressed no interest in a more subordinate role. Um, very, very clearly. Uh, Understandable. Uh, I, I there are people on the council that I'm less than enamoured with, but need to work with. But there, I'd rather appoint Gregory, and that is saying something. The I don't like him. He doesn't like me, and we don't agree on really anything ever, so that doesn't leave a lot of common ground. I know he's a good general, but there's plenty of good generals in the world. The, um, however, I am grateful that Drayliv has already hired his general, because I suspect he'll be looking for work elsewhere, and I'm glad it's not going to be Drayliv's kingdom. Mm, <laughs> the, um, what I would like you to do is keep an ear out for trouble, because he's either going to leave elsewhere will stick around here and I can sort of see trouble coming either way really. The best case would be he heads up to the he heads up to Brevoy and picks the side in their civil war and it returns to the Church of Gorham and troubles us no further. Things don't usually work out that well, however. But no, he may actually be a better general than Akaros, but he may irritate me, and I may be pretty pissed at him at present, but I do trust Akaros, and I don't trust Garnak as far as I can throw him. I don't actually think that he's fundamentally untrustworthy from what Vaughn said, but it just drive me mad. I've got enough doing that. And um, I spoke to Crazy Ernie, and um, I'm thinking of giving him the mayoralty of Vaughnhold, given that Vaughn will be Viceroy, he doesn't need to... He'll need someone to be mayor. Mayor Crazy. We'll, we'll call him all. Mayor Ernie. Look, if he can... I'm be, sure we will. <laughs> we can be a... If he can be a treasurer, he can be a mayor. He's a good guy. He may relegate more decisions to his bear than, you know, totally people who don't aren't nicknamed Crazy do, but... <laughs> I never mentioned I'm glad you didn't take Bokken as a counsellor. Yeah, speaking of being driven mad... Have he, has he ever told you about his little finger? And his brother, yeah. The, um, to be honest, these days I often get Leon to go down and get the potions for me rather than personally going into the shop. That is what pages are for. <laughs> Although I talked to that girl oh, he's got as an apprentice and she tells me that after a while you don't even hear it. <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so um, I have got some notes on um, yep. councillor positions, yep. but I am likely for the short... And I will probably talk to you about it as we go along. Yep. Um, because that is something that's going to affect things. That yep. would be one of the things that I consult on, but I have some good notes here. Um, but for... And for right now, I would like the... Um, Stats on which hexes and what they do, and what's in them for mm-hmm. the Varnling host. So I'm going to find Varnling host on my sheet. Here we go. Okay, so I have part of this information, and not the other part. Yep. Um, but if you want to know what, um, so. Uh, essentially, the Noman centaurs have a bunch of chunks of land. Yeah, uh, they have no cities or settlements of any kind. They yeah, have, they they have no buildings of any kind. Uh, the only thing they do have are what you would what, what they call hunting preserves, which are functionally exactly the same thing as farms. Oh, cool! It's just the centaurs don't farm so much as live off the land. Yeah. Um, but they are, by and large, farms. Cool. But they still have no cities of any kind. Yep. Um, so I can give you the hexes now if you want, or... Yep. Okay, so they have, uh... F4, F5, F6, and F7. Yep. And G3, 4, 5, 6, and 7. Of which, if you are interested, G5 and G7 are both what they call hunting preserves. Yes, I am interested. So, G3, G4, G5, G6, and G7? Correct. While you're looking at the area of the Norman Heights, um, the blighted land that Mordecai had blighted uh, doesn't appear to have reversed itself in any magical hurry. Yeah. You know, a couple of weeks later, it's still as it was. Yeah, so um, that that's something that we'll need to factor in for the time being. Uh, so that's that. I can give you the Vandling Posts. Uh, yes, please. Uh, so, you know where Varnhold is on your map? Yes. Uh, they have every adjacent hex to that. So... The six hexes all around it. Including the mon- the one that they've got marked on their map as monsters? Yes. Okay. So, that is... Um, D... F- um, so, that is... I can give you the numbers if you need them. Yeah, that would be helpful. Okay, so that would be... Uh, C4. Yep. C5. Yep. C6. C6, yep. And then D4. D4 and D5 is... D5 is... D6. And then E5. Yep. Um, in addition to that, they have a A5 and B5 as well, which is the road that connects straight into... Ah, um, uh, yes. Because they deliberately claim those two connect to stack. Yes. 
So essentially, you already touch Vinehold. You already touch the Kingdom of the Vinely Host automatically. Yeah. And there's basically like a single border of hexes between them and the Centaur lands. Yeah. Um, so they've got a watchtower in C5, yeah? They've got a watchtower in C5. Where have they got farms? Uh, they have farms in, um, I believe that's D4. Yep. And D5. Yep, that makes sense. Because those two are both grasslands. Yep. And then they have a bunch of buildings in their city as well. Yes. Which you automatically get upon claiming it. Yes, so I would like that information as well. Uh, I haven't got the stats for these, but I can dig them up for you pretty easily. Yeah, that's right. I think I know what most of the buildings do already, so uh, I can just... They have a brewery. Brewery. An exotic craftsman. What does he sell? Or can... <laughs> um, I'd have to look it up. Yeah, that's right. A garrison. Ooh, nice. Yeah, military. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. A granary. That's actually going to make things really easy because I need one and now I don't have to build one. An inn. Inn, sweet. A smith. Very nice. A tannery. Yep. A temple of Aurori. Oh, cool. A proper one. A proper temple of Aurori. Oh, sweet. Um, a town hall. Yep. And eight houses. Eight houses, sweet. Although some of those will be used already for the various buildings, but yeah, I can work that still, out. They still exist. All in right. terms of sucking up your space and consumption and all that sort of thing. So the thing that I can't research for myself yeah. is what's the extra bonus that Rory provides? Uh, that is, that is, that is. Stability. Stability, cool. I mean, I'm happy to look all those up for you and just give you, you know, because of, from all their buildings, Van Hold modifies your economy up by blah, your thing. No, no, they, um, I, I can do that perfectly well because I still need a, I need to get a city sheet for it and actually draw it up and stuff. Yep. Yep. Um, do you, but the question I would ask is, are you okay for me to put the buildings in Van Hold? Absolutely. You don't want me. You don't no, want to lay it up. They're in no um, compellingly interesting order. Okay. Um, so my plan is that um, I will prior prioritize in my kingdom building, claiming all these hexes before I particularly go wandering off elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and that um, I now have the information that I need to sort of play through that and yeah. write down how that builds out. So keep in mind, you don't need to claim those hexes. Those hexes are already claimed. Right, yeah. You don't have to go through and claim the hex that Van Hold's already claimed. Yeah. Van Hold is surrendering to you. Yeah, okay, so... Um, as I soon don't... as you take on the obligation for them, you take on their consumption and their bonuses overnight. Right, uh, you will need to claim one of the ones betwixt Van Holes and the Norman and the Centaurs to yep. work their lands up. Yeah. But that's it. 
Okay, so I don't need to spend the initial bill point to claim the area Correct. on any of those hexes. No. Okay, alright, I will Because write. the thing is, what you're paying for with that initial bill point is to survey the land, level the land, that kind of thing. And Vaughn and the Centaurs, respectively, have already done it. Cool. So, is how this works that I just get... Like, do I have to, on my next kingdom turn, immediately take all of this stuff? Or is it okay for... I, I, I appreciate the distinction about... Okay, so... Okay, so so these hexes can be immediately added to the PC's kingdom once their own kingdom extends to an adjacent hex. So yeah. you're already touching Barnhold. Yeah. Yes, I am. Um, uh, this immediately increases your stats as appropriate based on the stuff you're taking. Yeah. Um, and ordinarily, you would have to make unrest checks to annex the town. Yeah. Uh, or ordinarily, you'd have to take unrest checks and make stability checks and that sort of thing to annex the town. Yeah. But Vanhold is yielding to you voluntarily. Yeah. As are the centaurs. There's no force being applied. You haven't conquered them and now yeah. you're subjugating their people or anything. Yeah. They're voluntarily doing this. Okay. So the connection, conception is on my next, as part of my next kingdom turn, I just pick up all this stuff. Correct. And it doesn't use up actions to... No. Okay, okay, alright. Because you, you don't have to keep, think about how this works in, in reality. Varnhold is already a fully functioning city. Yeah. You know, and it's got all these hexes claimed and it just exists. Yeah. All that's happening is Varn is basically saying to his people and his merchants and things, hey, okay, now we work for this guy. Yeah. You know, and we follow his laws, and they all just sort of shrug and say, okay, you know, whatever. There's a lot of minute detail, and yeah. you know, their 2% tax rate goes up to 2.1%, you know, on pumpkins and this sort of thing. Yeah. But in the broader scheme, there's no real work to be done there. Yeah. You just integrate them whenever you so choose. Sweet. Uh, if you. You may elect not to integrate them if you are worried about taking on their consumption and that sort of thing. Yeah. But um, the longer you don't do it, the more consequences there will be from it because when both parties offer you the towns and you say, yeah, we'll pick them up later. Yeah, yeah. So I pretty much need to do it fairly I, I won't tell you the consequences of that one. Yeah. Um, no one expects you to do it literally overnight. Yeah. But basically, if you refuse to annex their lands, you're essentially refusing to accept their um, their alliance. Yeah. Which, the longer you do that for, the more it becomes like, well, nah, just like, I don't want your fucking land. Yeah, yeah. Take it away. Yeah, that then becomes a question for you. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. Okay. Yep, and that that's fine, that's the information I have. Okay, and then the last question was... Um, uh, and I'm perfectly happy to go through and work out their populations and that sort of thing. Yeah, I um, realise this is a spoiler... Yeah. Um, but it is going to it is likely it is potentially going to become relevant to me um 
whether those hexes remain evil or not over the course of the year because it will probably affect which hexes I claim. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering if you could just give me that one piece of advance notice of if the evil clears out of them. Yeah. Um, over the course of the year because that will affect when I when I claim them. Okay. So. Uh, at the end of um, at the at the end of Lamashan next year, yeah, um, the one with the ghost stone in it is unblighted. Right. Uh, over the course of the year, what happens is all the plants and the like they the land. What happens there is the lands feel bad and sinister. Yeah, they feel like something is sort of behind you. People have uneasy nightmares in them. There's nothing that badly wrong with them. There's less animals, less birds, etc., etc. Over the course of the year, the plants in them begin to die. Right. Um, and the lands effectively become largely uninhabited because all the animals leave because yeah. they don't like the way it feels. A lot of the insects leave, the plants don't get pollinated, they start dying. Um, at the end of that year... Um, over the month of Lamashan, the one with the ghost stone in it will slowly start recovering. Right, so but so that's the kind of time frame that we're looking at. Correct. So okay. they are slowly unblighting themselves. But very slowly, so yep. that's not relevant for this year. So it is. But you stopped Portokai just in time. Uh, on the next king, he, it, it's the blight spreads out from his hex to everything surrounding it. Yeah. And then starts picking up multiple hexes of everything surrounding that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not one for one, but he was getting one a month. Now yeah. that he's surrounded himself, he then goes up to two a month. Yeah. So that was going to be a pretty... Determined at random, because it's not a process he controls. Yeah. And so that was... Um... So theoretically, if you never went and rousted him out, the entire, entire Norman Heights falls to his blight. Yeah. And that's without him even doing anything, just by being there. Uh, he's doing a lot of really evil things. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, among other things, the soul jars of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people. Yes, yes. You know, the necromancy, the raising the ancient dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The worshipping the outer dark. Okay, and happy to call it there. Okay. Caitlin does math. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.